Hello, it's Laura here again for Horse Lovers Only. And today I would like to talk about horses that like to stick their legs in fences. Because this seems to be quite a common issue. We've actually gone around and removed nearly all the barbed wire around our place because well they just they just can't seem to help themselves like, you know they just really love to stick their legs in those fences uh and i know that it's a bit of a debated topic we've had some people that we've talked to go oh but the barbed wire discourages them from sticking their leg in the fence and and they just get pricked instead of like tearing big holes out of themselves but Personally, I haven't seen a real improvement either way. Um, mostly in my experience, like this is obviously different for everyone. The smooth wire usually does less damage, depending on the horse, because you do get some remarkably stubborn horses who decide, you know what, I would rather tear my leg off than just stand here and put up with waiting for someone to come rescue me. I mean, we've got horses that, that you know, they get stuck and they're like, oh, oh, someone come save me. I am, I'm stuck. I, I can't work out how to get out. And, you know, that's fair enough. All right. You shouldn't have stuck your leg in there, but all right. You need a hand. We'll work this out. Don't panic. Don't panic. Just remain calm. And a solution will be found. Um, but then you get your horses that, uh, well, either have gotten in there through, you know, doing silly stuff. I guess, I guess Angel would be our best example. She's, she's a pretty good example of doing silly stuff with fences. Um, I'm pretty sure most of the time she's gotten her legs caught in fences, it's been because she's been trying to kick at another horse on the other side because, you know, hey, there's a horse over there, gotta kick it, I don't know why, but, you know, if we were in the same paddock, it wouldn't bother me, but that horse is over on the other side of the fence, so I must kick at it. And then you've got the fact that Angel instead of like well she was always remarkably remarkably stubborn when she was a baby she managed to peel away almost a quarter of her hoof it was it was it was pretty awful um she kicked something again decided when she was a baby oh i gotta kick that thing really hard and tore away a part of her hoof all the way up to the coronet band we were pretty freaked out uh, the vet was kind of like, we would just have to stick it in a cast. Like, they were saying they, if we got them to do something, they'd just stick it in a cast and hope for the best, but they weren't real positive. And we were kind of like, oh, she's growing pretty rapidly. So we ended up kind of making a, we bandaged it, sort of, sort of casted it by like putting like padding around it and, and bandaged it up and stuffed it with ointment and, and um, I believe we put quite a bit of aloe vera gel in there um, and yeah kept kept it bandaged 
and you know changed it regularly because so, we were a little worried that she'd grow quickly and you know constrict the foot but we wanted to constrict the foot enough that it didn't you know burst out so because she yeah done a pretty awful awful thing to it so she's the sort that you know is just like stubbornly i want to i want to kick this thing or i want to do this thing and i don't believe anyone should stop me even common sense common sense cannot stop me now so <laughs> so uh when she got older you know in some ways like she's just a good girl and apparently she's beautiful to ride and very responsive a little bit ungainly and, and lanky but she's growing out of that um but the the kicking through fences thing are oh, the she's she's thankfully not done that for a few years i'm so glad oh she the so she went and she kicked her leg through a fence and she broke the star picket um yanking her leg out of that so that was bad enough so that was a pretty awful gash in one of her hind legs like right in you know the bend where it had caught into the wire and you know that was traumatic and we were bandaging it and looking after it and uh, it was like stressful but you know we were getting there it was healing and then and then oh oh boy she did it again she kicked her leg through a fence but you know what she was like the first time was not good enough this is not this was not good enough so the second time the second time she kicked it through and she broke three three metal posts three star pickets like broke them off broke them off like completely broken not pulled them out actually broke them yanking her leg out of there and as you can imagine thankfully after this she hasn't done the same thing again so maybe this was finally enough of a lesson of that's a bad idea that's not the best idea you've ever had but so she um she had ripped the old wound open she did it with the same leg that had almost completely healed ripped that open lovely flap of flesh and skin exposed the the tendon you could see the white uh it was it was ugly i when i heard the heard the commotion and came out and saw that oh my god oh my god i was i was actually kind of livid i was mad at her like i was just like oh my god because the the treating her for the first time the first wound or the wound the leg wound man doing a hoof was stressful enough uh but treating her for the leg wound she was exhausting exhausting and we were doing it but then she'd done it again done it worst blood was pouring down her leg i thought 
I thought when I saw it and I saw the white in there and saw the tendon and I think she'd cut one of the little bits like those white ends and I was like oh my god we're just gonna have to just gonna have to shoot her just gonna have to get her put down someone's gonna have to come and and put her out of her misery um but you know what I was like all right all right after all this I went and grabbed the bandages again I went and grabbed them I um was basically like oh, well let's bandage this up put the flapper skin back up there <laughs> put the flapper skin back up there bandage it up stop the bleeding and reassess when I'm not freaking out because it's kind of like that initial reaction was just like oh my god this is the end it's over you know she's stuffed and the thing is the next day like she was sore she was swollen we ended up having to bandage all her lower legs so that you know the fluid didn't all accumulate in there oh man it makes me want to cry even now <laughs> even now i might i just want to i just want to cry that yeah i was in tears i was in tears when i saw what she'd done to herself and um and i yelled at her not that she cared like she's not She's, you know how some horses are like oh my god my my owner's mad at me something's wrong she's just like huh what what's what's your problem so like yeah i know it might sound awful that i yelled at her but oh i yelled at her yelled at her and told her how much i hated her and told her how stupid she was and i still you know bandaged her up and put pressure on the wound and stopped her bleeding so at least at least my physical actions were the appropriate response even if vocally i was i was cussing her out and telling her how dumb a horse she was oh but yeah i've got i've got a little tear in my eye just thinking about it it was it was horrible um and yeah so the next day yeah leg leg swallowed up but the um the flap of flesh, uh, I thought we were potentially going to have to just cut it off, and it was pretty thick flap. So I was like, "How are we gonna, how are we gonna deal with this?" But most of the flap of flesh, we did end up having to get rid of some. Most of it reattached. So thank goodness, because I guess I heard her and I was out there. I thank goodness she did it before I was going out that night. I was going out that night. Potentially, I may not have known until the next morning. If I'd if she'd done it after I'd left, so anyway, thankfully she did it before I left, and I got out there and I slapped <laughs> slapped a bandage on it and slapped the flapper skin back up, and um, most of it reattached. It was it was it scarred pretty bad for a while. It it has actually resolved. Um, uh, for a while there was a, a kind of lump of scar tissue in there. Um, thankfully it has resolved and um, yeah it did, did actually heal because like a lot of things you hear about horses is oh well if they've cut a flap off it's it's never gonna reattach it's never gonna heal um, but I think in some cases if you can get there straight away right away get it on get it held on uh, not ne not necessarily with stitches I, I've seen some 
like if it's on something that's going to bend and tear and stuff I don't think stitches are going to do you much good or on something thin like a like over the bone or whatever where where you know there's not enough skin not enough spare skin but not necessarily stitches but like yeah I just bandaged this thing up and used padding and bandaging and and held it together <laughs> held it together physically until it reattached and thankfully it did like we were cleaning it pretty well though because yeah you, you get that weepage that you get from horses they, they do they they get that um i guess it might be the white blood cells i'd need to I, that's actually something would be interesting to look up um maybe maybe the the white blood cells kind of give off a, a weeping a discharge and you got to learn not to freak out too much of that because the first few times i was like oh my god they've gone pussy they've gone you know something's something's deadly wrong and with experience i've learned hey don't panic it's just horses do that <laughs> so thankfully with time time helpful vets and just learning as you go um gotten some experience with it but yeah so thankfully she didn't end up lame it all all reattached even the even the tender bit kind of grew in um uh where she'd cut the sort of tendony bit that sat out for a long time that that did actually take um probably a couple of years so do you think in the tendons should be all back together and all good really quick it's it's it takes a bit takes a while to reabsorb or whatever it needed to do um but thankfully like i don't believe it had actually like cut through or anything that'd be another matter it had just exposed so yeah that took a fair while to to kind of like she she came healed over without stuff but the scar tissue took a fair while to reabsorb oh but yeah she was just a stubborn girl um yeah thankfully it resolved i feel like i'm repeating myself because oh, it just it stresses me out just thinking about it Whoo! it was just, oh whenever oh whenever whenever they injure themselves like that like there's that joke about like um you just want to wrap them in cotton wool but then they'd smother themselves and yeah that's pretty much it because they just find ways they find ways like you know electric fences and, and stuff you'd think you know that that's that's as good as you're gonna get most of the time and even railings railings oh have you like you think you know railings should be good and safe and all good but they can get their heads through them. They can get a leg through them. They're just they're just waiting to have a go. <laughs> oh, they can get clever. Oh man. Oh, really upsetting. We had a we had a little girl adjusting here, and um, little girl, little horse, little uh, not a little horse, and a full size baby horse, um, a foal. Oh. And um, she was here with her mum for quite a while, and um, she was she was incredibly stubborn, um, and and you know how you get your smart horses and you get your not so smart horses, and she wasn't wasn't too smart, but 
not smart and stubborn are bad combinations. And yeah, when uh, they when she went back to her owner, like here at least, thankfully, she'd already had a hoof injury when she came to us because she she got a foot in something and ripped it up. And we treated it, and, and, and like, they'd given up on treating it because she was, like, a kicker. Like, like you tried to treat a foot, and she just, ugh, um, got a bit nasty about it. Um, but we'd managed to be kind of treating it and bandaging it, and it had healed up, thankfully. Um, but, yeah, we heard a couple of years later that, like, in her, uh, you know, her stubbornness and stuff, she'd managed to wedge yourself into a railing and um, she, she, she broke her own neck like and I guess that's where that's where getting them soft so that they actually will give to pressure like thankfully we've worked with Angel with that but uh, ideally you want to have them so that they will give to pressure instead of fighting it um, yeah uh, now I've bummed myself out. Now I feel sad. Like, I'm glad that she didn't do that while she was with us, but I was still really sad when I heard. I guess because we, you know, looked after her when she was little. Ah, I need them to be happy. It's not sad. Not sad horses. Ooh, I, 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 um, got interested in, oh, <clears throat> Oh, that's going to sound so gross on the recording. Um, ooh, ooh, shake it off. Oh. <sighs> okay, 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 happy thing. Happy thing. I found out you can actually house train horses. Like, that, I got curious about it. I got curious. It was like, can you house train a horse? Because, like, we don't have indoor horses and we have them in the paddocks. But, like, teaching them to go in one spot would kind of be cool. Um, but also, you can house train horses indoors. And there is such a thing as seeing eye horses. So, that's pretty awesome. And I want to have a look up on that and get some more details because I can't give an accurate thing. I've, I've only got a few little ideas about it, like, um, you know, repetition. Uh, little horses can apparently hold on for longer, like your uh, miniature horses. Like, they can hold on for a few hours, like four hours or so. Um, but they say start with taking them to the toilet every two hours so they don't have an accident, which, you know, that basically makes sense. It's a bit like dogs. Take them more regularly while you're teaching them. Um, big horses need to go like 45 minutes an hour, like fairly regularly. So, um, if you're wanting to train a big horse, you'd, you'd have to be kind of on the ball pretty well. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would go. Um, but I have, I did see a blog someone had done. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an update on it actually, because it's pretty cool, uh, where they've, they taught their horse to go in certain spots in the arena. So I don't have the details with me, but I'm going to probably do an update on that. Oh, so hopefully that's a little bit happier note to end on. Um, okay, and yeah, once again, um, myhorsesupplies.com.au for your bandaging and and they've got minerals too. Actually, uh, they got like um, minerals that help with hoof health and all that. 
which is kind of cool. Um, and I will talk to you again. <laughs> Hopefully not get lost in a, a sad topic. Um, and um, keep yourself safe and well and have fun with your horses.